Dr. Michael Roizen. Dr. Michael Roizen. You, the Owner's Manual Radio Show. What is kick-ass healthy lotta? Well, you're going to find out on you, the Owner's Manual Radio Podcast. This is 1146B. The Bs are always great guests, such as Jacqueline Haskins, H-A-S-K-I-N-S, the author of Kick-Ass Healthy Lotta, her website, healthylotta.com. I, of course, am your host, Dr. Mike Roizen. You're listening, as I said, to the B, always our guest, the A's, the latest medical news of the week, and what it means to you. And by the way, you'll want to listen to the last three weeks at least, because we've had a ton of really important medical news that makes a difference to live longer, younger. Jacqueline is the author of the book, Kick-Ass Healthy Lotta, and I'm going to go right into the questions since I didn't know what Lotta meant. So Jacqueline, what does Lada mean and how many people have Lada? Well, thank you so much, Dr. Rosen. It's just a pleasure to be here with everyone today. Yes, I had never heard of Lada. Most people have not. It's a disease that 3 million Americans have, but many people have never heard of it. And very many of us get diagnosed, misdiagnosed as having something else. So I just want to raise awareness so that people know that it's out there. And if they have reason to suspect they're misdiagnosed, they can ask for the simple test that will correct the diagnosis. What does it stand for? And what is the test to make that diagnosis? Two great questions. So first, I will tell you what it stands for, but LADA is really just a misleading alphabet soup. And so first, I'm going to tell you that the best way to understand it is to think of it as diabetes one and a half. Because a lot of people have heard of type one and type two. So if you are aware that there's other types, and especially this type one and a half, that's a great start. LADA stands for latent autoimmune diabetes in adults, which turns out to be kind of a silly name because it's not latent and it's not always in adults. But two of those letters actually mean something, autoimmune diabetes. And so if you have some form of diabetes, it just means that you're having some problem with your insulin. And insulin, all you listeners out there have insulin running through your body right now. It's a natural hormone that we all make. And what it does is it takes the food that we eat And it gets that food into the cells in our bodies, into our muscles, into our brain. So the only way the food that feeds us can feed our cells is if we have enough insulin and that insulin is working correctly. And to follow up on, Dr. Royson asked about the test. So a lot of times, sadly, we have this legacy where we used to talk about diabetes of the young and diabetes of the old. And so if you walk into the doctor and they realize that your blood sugars are out of whack, and then they figure out you have an insulin problem, then if you're older, middle-aged and older, they may just assume that you have type 2 diabetes without ever checking 
to see whether you actually have an autoimmune diabetes. And the difference is, LADA, just like type 1, you are running out of insulin just like a car runs out of gas. Whereas type 2 is also a difficult insulin problem, but it's different. You have a full tank of gas, typically, or full tank of insulin, but your insulin is losing its effectiveness. So it's a very different problem, and it's very important to sort out which you have. And that's why being misdiagnosed as type 2 when you have LADA is very dangerous. You can receive treatments that are bad for you, and you might not receive the treatments that you need. One of the things is type 2 is associated with insulin resistance and at least initially high insulin levels. Type 1 or autoimmune diabetes, which is present in what about one and a half million Americans under the age of 16, is the autoimmune or attacking of the pancreas by some object, whether it is our body on us or whether it is a virus or exactly what's causing it, we're not sure, but it is a lack of insulin. So I assume in LADA that you require something that increases insulin levels. Yeah, that is a great summary. That is exactly right. Um, that difference, so as you said, type 2 is resistance. Your body's becoming resistant to insulin. And type 1, you're just running out of insulin because, as you said, you're losing the beta cells, the cells that make insulin. LADA is, some people call it like the kinder, friendlier type 1. It's also autoimmune, and it's also your pancreas is being attacked, and you're losing those beta cells. So it's very much like type 1, but in fact, some people used to think it was exactly type 1, but now genetically they've looked at it, and it is a little, it is its very own disease, but it's also fine if you want to think of it as just maybe a slightly gentler form of type 1 that tends to come on later. But the reason that it's nice to know that it's different than type 1 is that you have a few more tools and you can possibly hold on to the small amount of insulin that you have left for years longer, maybe even, uh, no one really knows how long, maybe a decade longer. Whereas with type 1, usually after you're diagnosed, you're out of insulin within six months, just fully out. But with LADA, we have these tools to maybe hold on to those last few beta cells that we have. We're talking with Jacqueline Haskins, who is the author of Kick-Ass Healthy LADA, How to Thrive with Latent Autoimmune Diabetes in Adults, published by Hatchet, available wherever you get books, including your neighborhood independent store or Amazon or BNN.com. Dr. Jacqueline, you said we can hang on to it longer, and the concept of how to manage it is different than type 1. Clearly, it's different than type 2. But tell us how what you do to hang on longer in WADA. Yeah, it's really fascinating. So very often, at the point that we're diagnosed, 
we have maybe permanently lost 80% of our ability to make insulin. So we have taken a big hit. And we are just, you know, it's like our, we're a car with a teeny tiny gas tank now. <laughs> we can still get down the road, but we just need strategies, plans, how to live with just a smaller amount of insulin. But it can be done. And what works best is to use all the tools in your hand. And so, or all the cards in your hand, <laughs> all the tools in your toolbox. And so in my book, I lay out that it's really by combining an understanding of how to eat well, how to find fun activities, how to get physically active in a way that brings you happiness, not as some kind of punishment, but just to be happy, how to get restful sleep, which vitamins you want to be sure that you're fully receiving, some medications help, and managing stress is very important too. So you really want to put all those together. So it, there's a little bit of a learning curve, but once you get oriented, like many kinds of diabetes, it's a very do-it-yourself disease. You learn how to do it, like driving a car. You learn how to do it, and then you're on the road yourself deciding left, right, you know, <laughs> how far to turn the wheel. There's a lot to be thinking about all the time. Now, in type 1 diabetes, we're starting to do immune suppression to, as soon as the diagnosis is made, to decrease the attack on the pancreas of your own immune cells. And in that way, people can go many months, sometimes many years, we haven't fully explored this, it's just experimental now, longer. Is that what is used in LADA? Do we ever use immune suppressants or is it just food and food tools and lack of carbs? That is a great question. And there, I am not as up on the very latest with the immunosuppressants. As far as I know, a lot of that is still experimental in experimental phases. But because our attack on our pancreas is slower and gentler anyway already, and then if we're able to reduce the stress on the cells that we have left. So let's say that you're down to 20% of your insulin-making cells, and then you sit down and eat the plate of spaghetti that you've always eaten, the same amount. Back when you had a full tank of insulin, no problem to eat that plate of spaghetti. Now that you have so little insulin, your pancreas is behind. It's running like crazy to try to catch up. It's working for hours after you eat that plate of spaghetti. It like doesn't get downtime. It doesn't get rest time. So by taking the strain off your existing cells, you can sometimes reduce the rate at which they're dying and take the strain off. So there's a lot of lifestyle tools that you can use that usually aren't as helpful with type 1 because with type 1, that attack is just faster and fiercer and lifestyle things aren't going to slow it down. But my doctor likes to say, I love what she says. She says, pamper your beta cells. And so with LADA, we have lifestyle ways to kind of pamper our beta cells and hold on to what we have. Then also, a lot of us want to start supplementing insulin sooner than we traditionally have. So that, that again, is going to take off the strain. If your poor little pancreas just can't cut that plate of spaghetti anymore, when you eat that spaghetti, you can supplement a little insulin 
not as much as you'd have to with type 1. And again, you're just pampering your beta cells, taking good care of them. We've been talking with Jacqueline Haskins, who is the author of Kick-Ass Healthy Lada, How to Thrive with Latent Autoimmune Diabetes in Adults. So Lada, as we've learned, is a intermediate type of type 1 diabetes, that is lack of insulin. And the strategies she has talked to us about are ways of preserving as much pancreas as we have by changing diet and doing other tools, including working with your physician on different drugs. The book again, Kick-Ass Healthy Lada, How to Thrive with Latent Autoimmune Diabetes in Adults, available at your local independent bookstore, as well as amazon.com. And you can go to Healthy Lada, Healthy, L-A-D-A.com, to find out more about Jacqueline and introducing CarbCraft, how to safely enjoy the foods you love, and tools for good health with Lada and how to get your best out of your treatment team. This has been Dr. Mike Roizen. You've been listening to You, the Owner's Manual Podcast, 1146B. The Bs, of course, are always guests. We are brought to you, as usual, by True Biotics and Bovine Colostrum, both made by Life's First Naturals. You can go to Life First Naturals' website, Life First Naturals with an S.com, and find the randomized double-blind controlled trials that show where each of these is beneficial. And, of course, our own website, Longevity Playbook, Com. You'll also want to look on Radio MD for the other great podcasts that are available to you and brought to you through the auspices of Radio MD, which lists a huge number of hospitals and physicians like myself as the podcast host. Thanks very much for listening. We'll be back next week. We hope you are. Remember, the A's, the latest medical news of the week and what it means to you. The B's, great guests. Thank you, our listeners, of course, for downloading us.